glory to Jesus. Since God's passing, it's like a wake up call. And they are quite heavy when you listen to the words of Jesus. One of the steps that Jesus takes is that he tries to make whatever he's communicating very clear, very elucidating. So I can catch the message. He brought in the story of Noah and Lot here. And showed us that that's the same way he will come. On the day the least expect. So the busy life will continue. The busy life of what? Eating, drinking, buying and selling, people planting, going to farms, people building. That's the normal life. It's important not to be what sensitive. Don't allow the busyness of this life so preoccupy you that you forget. That you are the pilgrimage. It is utter foolishness to so get engrossed here to the detriment of God's own mission in your life. As I speak, many are only victims. They prioritize eating, drinking, buying and selling, building and planting, more important. And their relationship with God. Jesus is not saying that these things are not good. They are good. But when they begin to interfere with your relationship with God, affect what you should you know, carry out as God's mission upon your life, then there's a problem. Child of God. The devil will do everything in his power. To make you live based on food, drink, business, build and plant on this time of life. The one that Paul was advising the Christian church, when he said, Do not live by the Gentiles. How are the Gentiles living? He said, In the futility of their minds. What is futility? A life that is completely engrossed on this earth realm, which is characterized with food eating and drinking, clothing, and having all kinds of things to the detriment of the reason why you are here. I think on a few occasions I've always reflected with you that one of the middle prayers you should make in your life is to every day ask God, why am I here? If you have not made that prayer, if you have not discovered that, I'm sorry, you are making a very big, gross mistake. You should know why you are here. You should know. There's a reason why you are here. God sent you on a mission. These other things are secondary. Your Christian growth should bring you up to that realm. From the realm where you know, oh, I'm a father, or oh, I'm a mother, I have children, I have a family, I have business. But this is secondary. There's another reason why I am here. You must discover it. You must discover it. When David says, 
like the yen, like the, 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 the year that yearns for running stream, so my soul yearns for you, O Lord my God. Why is he yearning for God? To find out why he was here. When Moses caught by revelation that he was on a mission, he ran from Egypt few months to his coronation as a pharaoh of Egypt. Having been trained in mysticism, trained in their architecture, trained in everything that has to do with Egypt, when he discovered his purpose, he ran. And for 40 years, he went to acquaint himself with his mission and minded. Even at 18, he could carry out that mission. What is your mission? The reason for the word of God, the reason for prayer, the reason for relating with God is to find why God sent you. Don't presume about it. Very crucial. Peter was a fisherman, but Jesus helped him to find out his reason for being here. Matthew was a tax collector. Zacchaeus was a tax collector. Even Judas himself, the man who celebrate today. Who was he? A young man who dedicated himself to the service of the kingdom. He was a lay candidate. And he discovered a mission and then he pursued God. Have you found your reason for being here? Have you found your reason? Has it bothered you to even pray about it? Finally, what could be your strongest reason why you should ask God to keep your life? Why you ask God to protect you? Oh Lord, I don't want to die. Please protect me as I'm traveling. I'm asking for Johnny Mercy. Oh, I'm sick. Oh, God, help me. Or the disaster about to happen, and then you're praying, Oh God, preserve me. He will ask you the question, Why should I preserve you? Is it for your own personal reasons or for his own reason? Child of God, if the reason you want you're asking God to keep you is because of your own personal reason, I'm sorry. It will not hold water. But if your reason is because of what you have discovered that he is asking, he has, he's asking you to carry out and on that mission, even without asking him, himself will preserve you. That's why we have two types of Christians. Those who are every day praying for protection. Oh God, deliver me. Oh God, preserve me. Oh God, bless me. And those who have struck God with the reason why they are here. And all they need is this. Thank you, Jesus. Because every other thing will follow them. You don't ask your car doesn't speak to you to feel it. Do you? Do you walk up in the morning and say, hey, 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 I feel it speaks to you. No, 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 no. Because the car is sat in staples, you will just discover that this car is well, this car is for well. this car, the tires are getting bad. You, because you find the car, because it's carrying out a mission in your life. How much more God are you? You don't need to tell him to preserve you. If you are carrying out what he has asked you, if your value before him is heavy. Some ask God to protect them. Why some? God on his own preserves them. What's the difference? Discover who you are in God. 
is not without water. In your spirituality, bring it in every day. Seek the face of God. The Bible says, seek the Lord while he may still be found. Every day, Lord, God Almighty. Gradually, something will start crystallizing in your soul. The pictures start coming. You know, like this puzzle, you know, it is scattered. Then he'll tell you, put it today. It will come for you five days. The picture will come again. Gradually, you'll be praying one day, and that touch will enter your mind. It will not be complete. You may still be confused. Continue! All of a sudden, one day, you will talk to have an idea that this is what I am striking God with my reason for being here. It will not be complete. Continue until one day you will get a full picture. And you know what? Once you get a full picture, how better for other things that will be pushing all these years will just collapse. Your desire for God will be fully activated. It's on this account that Paul says, I count all this as what? Rubbish. Because he has found his space and place in Christ Jesus. What God is calling to do is something very small. But that very small thing in the eyes of God is what? Is great. We pray. We we'll begin to design what we're here and not be carried away with the likeness of what to eat, what to drink, what to clothe on, what to do, what to plant, or the kind of business we run. They're all good. Jesus says, Seek first the kingdom of God and the righteous demand of it, and every other thing will be added unto you. The Holy Spirit help us in our discernment to know particularly that this God intends for each and every one.